Welcome back to the Midwest Movie Talk Podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here for a little special Oscar preview. They are tomorrow night, and it is Saturday, and I can't sleep because I have so many thoughts going on in my head about the Oscars. So I'm just going to kind of go through a couple of them out loud by myself. I'm just going to go over a couple of the categories, as well as my thoughts on who I think will win, where, and things like that. It'll be too late to get any of my opinions for any of your predictions, assuming that everyone turned theirs in already with whomever they're doing a little pool with. But just in case I am right on a couple of these, it'll be nice to say I put mine in ahead of time. Obviously, I think some of these acting categories are pretty much locked in. As I think there's no way Gary Oldman's losing lead actor, there's no way Sam Rockwell's losing supporting, or even Frances McDormand is losing lead actress. I think those three are 100% locked in. The safe bet is to choose Allison Janney for supporting actress. However, I don't actually agree with that. I'm actually picking Laurie Metcalf on that one. Both women turned out fabulous performances, both playing pretty awful mothers in their own rights. Um, but really looking at the ballot, I don't see Lady Bird getting any love anywhere else in any other category. Granted, it's the same for I, Tanya, so it'll ultimately come down to the Academy's decisions on which movie they prefer and which one they want to show a little recognition toward and I think that one could go to Lady Bird there only because in all the other major categories you can give Lady Bird especially with how much the critics and everyone seems to love that movie this is the only category you can really feel good about giving that that award to Lady Bird so I actually did go Laurie Metcalf Laurie Metcalf in that category another interesting pick I've made was with cinematography I uh, so the nominees there were Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Tower, Dunkirk, Mudbound and The Shape of Water um, everyone thinks that Blade Runner 2049 will win because their cinematographer has been nominated I believe 20 some time or 17 or so times now and has yet to win an Oscar however if you look at the ballot it only says the movie it does not say the name of whom was actually nominated and based on the last five years whichever director actually wins best director that film also won cinematography and since it's pretty much a lock that Guillermo del Toro is going to win best director which I'll talk about here in just a couple minutes I really I really think Shape of Water could actually pull out the win over on cinematography so that's actually where I'm putting my money on that one too the other one I quickly want to go over before I get into like the big main ones is original song, only because I'm almost positive Remember Me is going to win. However, I've recently discovered my love for the song This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. It's such a wonderful song, and if you haven't listened to it, you really should, because it's very uplifting, and it, it just makes you feel good. So I would be happy to see that one win. However, I think it is going to go to Remember Me from Coco, which I'm perfectly fine with, too. So, I'm going to get to kind of the two biggest categories with directing and best picture. First of all, with directing, I'm a little surprised. I shouldn't say surprised. I'm let down is the best word for it. I'm very happy with four of the nominations. I think Paul Thomas Anderson did a fine job with Phantom Thread. I still don't think it was one of the best directed films of last year. I would have honestly put um, Sean Baker in there for the Florida Project. I Anytime you're working with kids, especially when you have three very young children as your leads in a film and you're able to film, you're able to 
make a movie from their perspective throughout the entire process of it without it feeling just, I, I can't go watch the Florida project it's there's really no way to explain how great of directing Sean Baker did in that film and I honestly believe he should have been nominated for an Academy Award for that and honestly the Florida project should have been nominated for much more than just one category granted Willem Dafoe was by far the standard in that movie I still think Bria and Ned I don't know how to say her name. I apologize to her. Bria Vinati, or however you say it, as well as Brooklyn Prince. Both of those two deserved recognition as well. And then, like I said, Sean Baker. But that's neither here nor there. Just go watch The Florida Project if you haven't yet. It's wonderful. Um, but the other nominees for directing are Christopher Nolan and Dunkirk, Jordan Peele and Get Out, Guillermo del Toro and Shape of Water, and Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Now, Paul Thomas Anderson is the only one who has previously been nominated before in the directing category. The other four are all new, two of which this is their very first film directing. That's Jordan Peele, as well as Greta Gerwig. And then there's also Guillermo del Toro and Christopher Nolan, who are both very seasoned directors and honestly would come as a surprise to many people that they've never been nominated previously. However, I think Guillermo del Toro has this one pretty much locked up. I wouldn't be upset to see Jordan Peele or even Greta Gerwig win. In fact, when making my predictions, I almost picked Greta Gerwig over Guillermo del Toro for this for the whole Me Too and Time's Up movement. I thought maybe they'll want to get some women recognition in there. And with Natalie Portman's comments at the Golden Globes, you know the all men category, the all male category, little comment by here. I I. I won't be surprised if Greta Gerwin pulls off a win here, but I really think it's going to be Guillermo del Toro's to lose. And really, if you've seen The Shape of Water, granted, it's a very, very weird movie, but he did a wonderful job, and he definitely deserves the Oscar for that. So I'm just going to talk about Best Picture now, because it is probably the most difficult to decide which film to choose that I've had in the past several years. Now, full disclaimer before I go any further with what, which film I picked, I'm going to just let you know, since 2003, I have not been right in my prediction of the winner of Best Picture in 2013. I predicted Gravity would win, and 12 Years a Slave beat it. In 2014, I predicted Boyhood, where Birdman pulled it out. 2015, I predicted... Revenant and Spotlight won, and then last year I picked La La Land, as everyone did, and then Moonlight somehow pulled out the win there, so not a good record for me on Best Picture, mind you. However, I'm just going to quickly, maybe not so quickly, but I'm going to kind of go through each film and why I think it, not necessarily each film, but I'm going to go through the films and why I think they could win and why I don't think they'll win. First of all, as great as Call Me By Your Name and... Darkest Hour and Dunkirk and Phantom Thread and The Post all are, I don't believe any of them even have a shot of winning. Um, I don't know why I said how how great they all are. I mean, just to quickly talk a little bit about each one, Call Me By Your Name was a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's a great love story. It's also a pretty interesting... Or, not interesting. It's it's very well acted throughout it, too. So it's a very good film to watch. Um, Dunkirk is also confusing, to say the least. 
It wasn't my favorite film of the year. However, it was probably one of my favorite directed films of the year. Um, Darkest Hour and The Post and Phantom Thread all to me were just a little long. Um, I'm not a huge history buff or anything like that. So these big historic films with all these historic people making decisions just just don't appeal to me. I felt the same way with Lincoln in 2000. What was that? 12, and it's just they're not my favorite. But th- that doesn't mean they're terrible films. I'm just you know, like I said, they're just not my favorite. Anyways, I've rambled on about that too much. So that leaves four movies left that I think could possibly win. That's Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, most people are picking Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, or Shape of Water, and I honestly think it is it is going to be one of those two. And I'll get to why. Or I'll get to which pick I made, but Get Out and Lady Bird, I feel like, are the three and four choices. Um, the Lady Bird's just a little too small of a film, and then Get Out's just a little too outside the comfort of the older Academy members. I don't see any of the very seasoned Academy members voting for a movie like Get Out, because it is so not their regular cup of tea. Um, They'd most likely vote for something like The Post or Darkest Hour or Phantom Thread, like I previously mentioned my not-so-liking of. But I I don't think Get Out's going to get that either, unfortunately. Which leaves The Shape of Water and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Now, someone like me who studies the Oscars and studies award season very thoroughly, it's so difficult to choose which film could actually pull this out this year. Um, there's a lot of different things to take into consideration. Obviously, the first one, or I'm just to quickly go through why one, why neither of them could win. Um, Shape of Water did not get a nomination for the Screen Actors Guild Awards for Best Ensemble Cast, and the last film to win the Oscar and not be nominated for a SAG Award was Braveheart 24 years ago. So that should say something. A film does not win Best Picture without getting that ensemble nomination from SAG. And since the actors branch of the Academy is the largest branch, that might say a little something there. Everyone thought last year that that wouldn't be a thing because La La Land would win, even though it wasn't nominated for ensemble cast. And yet Moonlight, which was nominated for SAG Ensemble, ended up going on and winning the Oscar. So... Th- that there is something there. There's something to be said for that. <coughs> I apologize. So that's that's one big thing against Shape of Water right now. The other big thing against Shape of Water is that there's been a trend lately where you support two very good films. You give one the director and you give one the picture. We saw it last year with Moonlight and... La La Land. La La Land got director, Moonlight got picture. In 2015, Spotlight got picture, The Revenant got director. Um, 2014 was different, Birdman got both. And 2013, Alfonso Cuaron got director for Gravity, while 12 Years a Slave got picture. So clearly there's something going on there where they are splitting these votes, and one's getting picture and one's getting director. So if that's the case, and Guillermo del Toro does win director... You have to look at the other movie that's going to get that picture nomination, and that one would be Three Billboards Outside of Missouri. 
there are a couple things going against that movie, though, as there are with going against The Shape of Water, just different reasonings. One being that Three Billboards is a very, very divisive film. You either love it or you hate it. And people who love it will put it as number one or number two on their ballots, while people who hate it will put it at the bottom. And for those of you who don't know how the voting system works, it's a preferential ballot for the Oscars. So you rank them one through nine, and basically it has to go until some film reaches 50% of the votes, and then that film wins. Um, There's a long, long process for it, and I urge you to go look it up if you're a little more interested, but... Just take my word, it's not always the number one vote that wins. Kind of like an election with the presidency. It's not the popular vote that will win you the day. It's the preferential ballot that will. But that's only for best picture. Now, since people love it or hate it, like I said, it's either going to be number one or number nine on people's ballots. Which leaves leeway for those those number twos and threes, which would be The Shape of Water, The Get Outs, or The Lady Birds of... The films. That's just one thing going against three billboards. The other big thing is that only four films in the history of the Oscars have won Best Picture without having their director nominated for Best Director. That was Argo. It was. <coughs> Sorry. Argo in 2012, the one before that was, I am blanking, I want to say 1990. And then the other two were the very first two Oscars. So like I said, four times in the 90 years of the Oscars that the Best Picture did not have a Best Directing nomination. So that's another thing to really keep in mind. But those are the two front runners. So the question is, which one do you put it toward? My vote did actually go for The Shape of Water. It had the most nominations of any film this year. It also did win the Directors Guild of America, Guillermo del Toro, won that. It won the Producers Guild of America Award. It, it it's, it's winning all the necessary awards it needs to win in order to win this. It won the Critics' Choice. Um, three Billboards did win the Golden Globe Drama, as well as the SAG Ensemble, but... Like I said, I just don't think, and I guess BAFTA as well, but it, it, it's really a toss-up, and for some reason, I'm just trusting my gut on it and going with Shape of Water, I guess. Um, but like I said, it's probably going to turn out to be three billboards. I've been wrong the past f- four years, so why, so not, why not a fifth year? year? But like I said, who knows? Uh, we'll find out tomorrow night. So those are my thoughts on... A couple Oscar predictions for tomorrow. Uh, the only other thing I was going to touch on real quick is be prepared because I am going to be start doing some weekly solo podcasts um, just titled Tony Talks. And basically it's just going to kind of be me talking about who knows what. But a main thing I will be going over is just a quick backstory. I saw an article in the paper yesterday about a gentleman who had watched all but one of the Oscar-nominated films for Best Picture since the beginning of the Academy Awards. There's 546 of them, and he saw 545. So I decided that sounds like a pretty fun idea, to say the least. So I am actually starting to watch every nominated film for the Academy Awards, and this will be kind of my way of keeping everyone updated with where I'm at, 
each week, like I said, I'm just going to kind of check in and tell you which movies I've watched that week, what I thought about them, and who knows, maybe as it goes on, I'll just talk about some of the movies I have seen. There's about 130 or so I have already seen, so those will be ones you might not hear my thoughts on just yet, but as I go through, it'll be interesting to see what my thoughts are on are on these other ones, and I'm I'm curious to see how exactly film has changed from 1927 when the first Academy Awards was until now. So be excited for that. I know I am. I've already watched. <clears throat> I watched Wings already, which was the very first film to win the um, Academy Award for Best Picture. I also watched a pretty interesting movie from 1933 called She Done Him Wrong, and I can talk a little bit about those later. And then I watched a couple um, newer, not really that new. Um, I watched Dead Poets Society for the first time, as well as Gangs of New York. So those are pretty fun movies to watch, I guess. It, it's just, it's already interesting to see how far film has come from watching Wings to watching something like Gangs of New York. So like I said, it'll be a nice little project for me to work on, and I'm excited to see how many of these I am able to watch so stay tuned and see what happens with that otherwise have a wonderful weekend and good luck with your oscar predictions i'll talk to you next time bye